I'm Carson Horn, and it's Monday at 10, which means it's time for Talking Tumors on Weagle 91.1. So grab your toilet paper and let's get rolling. Coming to town in the Iron Bowl. It is going to be a awesome environment in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Auburn fans just need a reason to believe. Auburn's winning streak has given them that reason, has given them the the chance to create something special in Jordan-Hare Stadium come Saturday after Thanksgiving. I cannot wait for this game. This game is always weird in Jordan-Hare Stadium. It's, it's not always weird in Bryant-Denny. Whatever happens there happens. Auburn usually is not able to keep it keep it very close close there. Auburn hasn't won the Iron Bowl since 2019, but just think back to 2021, the last time this game was in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Year one of Brian Harson. Bo Nix is out of that game. Bo Nix does not play in that game. He, he had the broken ankle. He was done. TJ Finley started that game against Bryce Young in Alabama. That game went to overtime. Auburn had a chance to win it. You could argue Tank Bigsby stays in bounds. Auburn does win that game. With TJ Finley, they win, They nearly won that game. That just shows you how crazy and how weird things can get in Jordan-Hare Stadium, a Brian Harson coach team for, for that matter. So who knows what's going to happen the Saturday after Thanksgiving in Jordan-Hare Stadium. All, all we can know is that it's hard to predict. I have no clue how to predict this, how to predict this game ever because whatever you think, logic goes out the window. I've said that statement before. It, it truly does with the Iron Bowl. Whatever you can say about either team coming into, it, it, that does go out the window. What doesn't go out the window, though, is the talent level of each team. Alabama's no doubt the better team than Auburn. Auburn doesn't have the talent. They don't have the players that Alabama does. That doesn't mean, though, on a certain Saturday, Auburn can't win the game. Bama wins this game 8 out of 10 times, 9 out of 10 times. But can Auburn win this game once out of 10? Can this be their 1 out of 10? Can this be their 2 out of 10? We'll see. If Auburn is going to do it, how are they going to do it? I know you're listening. Oh, no, here goes Carson again with the with the upset special when he did that for for the, the, the weeks earlier in the year where Auburn lost four straight. They they didn't win a they didn't win a single one obviously so don't like to hear hear the how can Auburn pull off the upset but it but it's true however I think Auburn has the greater chance of pulling off the upset here than they had in some of those other games earlier in the season just based on the way Auburn is playing right now so let's start with the defense defensively for Auburn in order to pull off the upset it's going to start with Jalen Milrow how do they defend Milrow if you watch the Texas game. Even as you watched games after that earlier in the year, forget them. They don't matter. This isn't the same Jalen Milrow. This isn't the same Alabama team that you saw at the beginning of the year. They are a much improved team. I talked about Auburn earlier being a more improved team as the season went on and that being something that's that's different for Auburn fans that as far as what they've come to expect. Nick Saban's the greatest coach of all time. I, I you know... I'm not going to sit here and say that's not the case, even if I don't, you know, obviously like Alabama. He's the greatest coach of all time. He has gotten his team to improve as the year has gone on. His quarterback has improved as the season's gone on. Their offense 
with what they have done as far as Tommy Reese, their offense coordinator, figuring out how to play, how to call a game to Jalen Milrow's strengths. He's playing really well. He had over six touch. He had six touchdowns against Kentucky. Auburn's got to stop him. They absolutely have to stop him if they want to have a chance to win this game. Have to keep him in the pocket and have to sack him. Alabama has given up a lot of sacks this season, but in their game against LSU and their game against Kentucky, they gave up two sacks total. They gave up zero sacks against Kentucky, so only gave up two against LSU. His mobility, his ability to scramble, his thing, his ability to make things happen when plays break down is what makes him scary. It's not necessarily what the original play design was that makes him so scary. It's what he can do with the ball in his hands when things break down. Auburn did a good job with K.J. Jefferson in Arkansas. Jalen Milrose is a better athlete than K.J. Jefferson. He's faster than K.J. Jefferson. He's more elusive than K.J. Jefferson. Auburn has to keep him in the pocket. So it's a difficult challenge, as I talked about before. It's hard to get pressure, but also keep contained. you got to thread that needle. It's possible, but you've got to thread that needle. So it's not going to be easy. Limiting him, containing him, number one, is going to be key. Number two is stopping the run in general. Alabama is solid in, in just running back, running game, but that they haven't been great running the football. If Auburn can can stop this run, as Auburn's been very good against traditional run games all year, that'll have to continue to be the case against Alabama to have a chance. They can shut down the, the typical run game of Alabama and force them to throw the football, force them to be more involved with Jalen Milrow as far as design runs as well. That'll, that'll bode well for Auburn's defense, giving them a, a solid chance in this one. So the trends continue. I feel confident about Auburn's ability to slow down Alabama's run game as far as the running backs go. I'm just uneasy about slowing down Jalen Milrow because no one's really been able to do it to this point as far as limiting him getting out of the pocket and making things happen. And then third, limit explosive plays. When we watched this Alabama offense back earlier in the year, their offense for a few weeks in there was strictly boom or bust. If they couldn't come and they couldn't complete deep passes down the field, there was no offense. They couldn't run the ball consistently. It was hit a big pass or nothing. That has changed, as I mentioned. Jalen Milrose got more involved in the run game. They figured out how to design things better for him. Therefore, their offense is not completely that. But they still are, to a certain extent, dependent on big plays. They average 9.8 yards per reception. So big plays are still extremely important for this Alabama team. So Auburn has to limit those. They have to keep the top on the receivers. They cannot let a guy like Jermaine Burton get wide open for the tide in this game. And then big running plays from Milrow, as I've said. If a play breaks down, he gets some yards scrambling, he picks up first down, fine, so be it. He cannot break a 40-50 a yard run in this game. Have to force Alabama to drive the field. Pretty simple to say, not necessarily easy to do. So I'm going to pause right there. We're going to have more of the breakdown of the Iron Bowl when we return to Talking Tumors on Weagle 91.1. I'll talk about the offensive keys and then the overall keys for the game. We'll do a long final segment here of Talking Tumors. What does Auburn have to do in this game to have a chance to pull off the upset? 
it starts as always with running the football. Bama only gives up three and a half yards per carry. That is that's pretty good. It's not elite, but it is pretty good. This Bama defense is elite, though. This is a return to what we're what we've used to see from Alabama's defense. We had not seen that in the last couple of years. They made the change at defensive coordinator. They brought in Kevin Steele, former Auburn defense coordinator, hey, and interim head coach there for a bowl game, nearly the head coach of Auburn. I love Kevin Steele. I loved him when he was uh, at Auburn. I think he's a great football coach. And Nick Saban brought him back, was Nick Saban's original defense coordinator at Alabama. And he has changed his defense. They are playing back to the Bama standard. They've got some absolutely phenomenal players on, on that defensive side of the ball. And uh, he, he's making making it work. So it's not going to be easy at all for Hugh Freeze and this Auburn offense. Utilize Peyton Thorne's legs. So yes, Auburn needs to run the ball well with their running back. Sharkwest Hunter is going to need to have a big game. The offensive line is going to need to, to block well. But utilize Peyton Thorne's legs. Remember the Georgia game? Auburn had some success running the football against that physical Georgia front. Well, Peyton Thorne had over 80 yards rushing in that game. He's more athletic than he looks, and he's shown that. He showed that again against Arkansas. He's, he has run the football really well this year for Auburn. He's going to have to do that again against Alabama in, to have a chance to have success offensively and a chance to win the game. Think back to 2017. Think back to 2019, the last two wins against Alabama in the Iron Bowl. In 2017, Jarrett Stidham ran for over 50 yards and touched him. In 2019, Bo Nix ran just under 50 yards. You adjusted the sacks out of there. It would have been over 50 yards and a touchdown. It doesn't mean Peyton Thorne needs to run the ball 20 times. I'm not saying that. But he needs to have a few good runs in there in order to keep this Bama defense on their toes. And he's going to have to be special. He's going to have to play one of his best games that he's played all season long. Cannot afford turnovers, as we'll talk about in just a minute. The third thing that I kind of singled out offensively, get the ball out quick in the passing game. Use tempo to your advantage. Again, it's the balancing act. You can't go tempo if you're going to go three and out because the defense is still going to be more of your strength here. But you're going to have to go some tempo, absolutely. So getting the ball out quick, I've liked a lot of the RPOs this year. I think Auburn's going to need to run a ton of those in this game. Peyton Thorne has been very... Good in his decision-making as regarding RPOs. I know he's had some questionable decision-making with some of his interceptions, but RPO-wise, based on what Hugh Freeze has said, Peyton Thorne does a good job in deciding whether to run it, whether to throw it. So I think Auburn needs to run a lot of quick RPOs here, getting the ball out quick, taking what you can get, taking what the defense gives you, if you will, offensively. Because if Auburn's offensive line has been much improved, they've been solid, they've been pretty good run-blocking, but still not a great pass-protecting offensive line. And Alabama has some stud rushers with Dallas Turner and Deontay Lawson. Auburn cannot afford just let Peyton Thorne sit back there and take sack after sack after sack. Because we saw that a lot in the Georgia game. That can't happen if Auburn wants to win this game. So what are the overall keys? So we've talked about the offense. We've talked about the defense and what needs to happen for the upset. What about in general? What are the overall keys? turnovers. Can Auburn play clean and can they keep their turnover streak alive and turn Alabama over? Jalen Milrow has been turnover prone. He threw, he's thrown six interceptions this year. Bama averages 
one turnover a game. Bama's been cleaner. Again, it's it, it difficult because these, these stats go off the whole season, but Alabama has played a much better, much cleaner style of football here recently. But Auburn's got to figure out a way to turn uh, um, Alabama over, and then Auburn, vice versa, cannot turn the football over. Peyton Thorne can't throw an interception, can't have fumbles. The margin of error is too small to be able to afford that. Auburn averages 1.7 forced turnovers a game. That's incredible. Auburn needs that stat to win out in the Iron Bowl. Penalties. Alabama has shown the last couple of years to be a a team that in big games seems to get penalized. In close games, a team that seems to get penalized a lot. Auburn needs that trend to hold on. Not necessarily controllable. You can't you can't necessarily force Alabama into a lot of penalties. They average six a game. That's 77th in the country. But if Bama starts to rack up some of those penalties, maybe some holding penalties, maybe a lot of false starts thanks to the crowd noise, that can help this Auburn team out in a big way. And then again, vice versa, Auburn needs to be needs to play clean. And they have for most of the year. They'll need to do that. Third down in red zone. In any game, this is a very, very important stat. When the margin of error is going to be as thin as it's going to be for Auburn, it matters even more. Alabama's offense is 10th in the country in third down conversion rate. Auburn's defense is 6th in the country in stopping it. Which trend holds? These are two teams that are very, very good on third down. Is it going to be Auburn's defense that wins out? Is it going to be Alabama's offense? That will go a long way. Alabama something like 2 for 11 on third down. Auburn may be in this game. If Alabama's 7 for 11, 8 for 11, probably not a good sign for Auburn. Then on the other side, Alabama 6 in the country in red zone success rate offensively. Auburn's defense is 14th. Can Auburn hold Alabama to field goals? Yes, Alabama actually kicks field goals really well now, but still, 3 is better than 7. What's going to hold true, Auburn's defensive red zone or Alabama's red zone offense? Going to be another key factor when we look back at this game. If Auburn wins in those two categories, maybe they have a shot. And then as far as Auburn's offense, they are 100th and 11th in third down conversion rate. That is not good. They're going to have to be better in that aspect. And then also offensively in the red zone, 32nd in red zone scoring. Not terrible, but Auburn's got to get touchdowns when they get down there. Uh, against Alabama in order to win this game. So what's my prediction? What is going to happen in the Iron Bowl? Hugh Freeze has beaten Nick Saban, beat him two years in a row. It wasn't the only factor, obviously, in his hiring at Auburn, but it certainly was a factor, and it is something that he has used in recruiting as well, that, hey, look, I can beat Nick Saban. I've done it. He can. I certainly believe that. If Auburn can slow Jalen Milrow down, find some success running the football, create a turnover or two, and get this game into the fourth quarter within one score, Auburn's going to have a good chance. We know Jordan Harris has something special. Auburn gets this game into the fourth quarter within one score. They can win it. But I'm not predicting it. Not this year. Earlier in the season, if Auburn has improved, if if Auburn had improved like they have and they were – and Alabama had continued to play like they were playing at the beginning of the year, then I would pick Auburn in this game. But Alabama has drastically improved. They're a much different team. They seem to be a team that 
finally looks more like a Nick Saban team. Eye on the prize. They're already going, no matter the outcome of the Iron Bowl, they're already headed to Atlanta. They won't be overlooking Auburn, though. Of course not. It's the greatest rivalry in all sports. They'll be locked in for the Iron Bowl. Too much is at stake for them. I think they'll play a clean game. I think it'll be a close game. I, the Iron Bowl and Jordan-Harris is always close no matter what. Auburn's going to put up a good fight. In the end, though, Alabama's talent, I believe, is going to be too much for Auburn. What Alabama has defensively is going to be too much for this Auburn offense. So I'm going to go Alabama in a close one. I think this game will, will finish a, a 27-17 to, to 17 maybe type of score. I just don't think Auburn's going to have quite enough. They'll give it everything they have. Hugh Freeze will coach his tell-off. These players will play their tell-off. Hugh Freeze is going to beat Nick Saban in Alabama. He's going to do it during his time. He'll do it multiple times, I believe, during his time at Auburn. Just not this year. I think Alabama wins this game. So I hate to to end the show on a negative note like that, but I, I, I do uh, appreciate you all tuning in. I'm very excited about the future of Auburn football, really looking forward uh, to everything that is to come. I hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you after Thanksgiving, after the Iron Bowl, to talk plenty more about Auburn football and the rest of the happenings in the Auburn sports world. So thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Talking Tumors. Make sure to tune in again next Monday at 10 for another edition. Also, make sure to check out Weagle's 24-hour live stream on WeagleFM.com. And follow us on social media at Weagle underscore AU. War Eagle, and see you next time.